Welcome to the Light Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's Word on issues that impact our lives. I am Minister Joseph Parker, and today I want to focus on an important transition every one of us will face. This is not a popular topic, but thought should be given to it. It is death. Every human being will face it. It affects all who engage in the human experience. Considering the brevity of life, let us also consider the reality of death. To put it simply, death is when a physical body no longer sustains life. In James chapter 2, verse 26, it says, The body apart from the spirit is dead. Our body is the shell that holds our spirit, which is our true self. When a person dies, their spirit has left their body. When you are at a funeral and you look in that casket, you are looking at that person's shell. That person is long gone. The casket just contains the vessel that held that person in this physical world. Why is there death? The world became subject to death due to the corruption brought on by sin. When mankind first sinned, it made all living things subject to death. It says in Romans chapter 5, verse 12, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men, because all sinned. The first man, Adam, was given instructions by God to tend the Garden of Eden and cultivate it. Yet Adam disregarded God's commandment by listening to his wife, Eve, and ate the forbidden fruit. This brought sin into the world and subjected the world to a terrible curse. God said to Adam in Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 to verse 19, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Even though death is when a person's spirit has left their body, that is not the end for the person. A person's spirit will go to one of two places. If a person has been reconciled to the Almighty by believing in his Son, Jesus Christ, that person will join him in his kingdom. If a person dies in their sins, having not been reconciled to God, they will suffer in his wrath in the fire of hell for eternity. It says in Romans chapter 2, verse 6 to verse 8, He will render to each one according to his works. To those who by patience and well-doing seek glory and honor and immortality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. God has provided us with his word so we can prepare for eternity. We can learn more about this reality if we look through the scriptures. 
There's a true story in the Bible about two men that died and entered eternity. Listen to what the Lord reveals in Luke chapter 16, verse 19 to verse 31. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried out and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and you are tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you, therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. Understand from this true story from the Lord that death is not the end. There is an existence for all who have lived and transitioned into eternity. You can get what you deserve or receive the gift of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans chapter 6 verse 23. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John chapter 3 verse 16. Taking what you know about the reality of death it would be wise to ask yourself a question. In fact, a series of questions. Are you ready to die? If your spirit left the vessel that is your body, would it rise or fall? Will you join the Almighty in the glory of His kingdom? Or will you enter the eternal condemnation of hell? You must be certain. All that you own and have achieved will be irrelevant when you die. The only thing that will matter when you enter eternity is your relationship with God, if you have it.
Have you been reconciled to him? Have you repented and believed in Jesus Christ, who died on the cross to save you from sin? Death will take you from those you have loved and that which you have enjoyed, but it cannot take you away from your relationship with God. Make sure you are right with him and you will not have to be concerned about death. If you are someone that knows and believes this, tell others so they can believe as well. Do not withhold the salvation you have from others. There are many in the world that do not know that there is existence beyond death. Untold numbers know nothing about eternity. Live in such a way that glorifies God's truth. Do what you can to turn others away from wickedness and guide them in righteousness. It says in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Let God use you to help deliver souls and help them consider eternity. Do not get so caught up in living your life that you lose sight of it. Your temporal existence is a mere moment compared to your eternal existence. There is not just a here and now, but there is also a hereafter. So always keep that in mind. Before I conclude with prayer, listen to this scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from heaven. If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. But we are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your consciences. For we do not commend ourselves again to you, but give you opportunity to boast on our behalf, that you may have an answer for those who boast in appearance and not in heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. Or if we are of sound mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. 
even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Amen. In prayer. Heavenly Father, great are you and worthy to be praised. You are the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth. You don't faint. You don't grow weary. There is no searching of your understanding. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Jehovah Rapha, our healer. You're this and so much more. And right now, Father, at this moment, we just want to come boldly for your throne of grace. Forgive us, Father, for how we've messed up. We don't always get it right, Lord. But you said in your word to your children that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Create us a pure heart, O God, and renew us a right spirit, that we may live according to your word, which is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Thank you for your many blessings, Father. Our cup runs over so many good things. Among the great and wonderful things you've given us, thank you for your word, which is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, the helper you sent to guide us into all truth. And above all, thank you for loving us so much that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross to pay for our sins, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to riches of your grace. Father God, I pray that you just, I just ask that you help us to keep eternity in mind, to consider eternity in all our ways and how we live our life, Father. Because, Lord, we know that we won't live forever in this vessel that is our body. We know that it will pass away. This vessel is just a shell that holds our spirit. Help us, Father, to live accordingly, to recognize that there is not just a here and now, but there is also a hereafter. I pray for any that have been listening to this and they have yet to understand this. They have yet to be reconciled to you through Jesus Christ. We know, Lord, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I pray, Father, if there's anyone that has yet to receive the grace that comes through Christ, that they will choose to do so at this moment. They will choose to believe in Jesus Christ, come clean before you, repent, to turn away from a life of sin and follow Christ for the rest of their days. Father, I pray for those that are already saved, that are believers. I pray that you empower them. Empower us all to live according to your truth, to, to share the good news of Jesus Christ to others. Help us, Father, to live with eternity in mind in how we care ourselves. Help us, Father, to do what we can to build your kingdom, to be the church, to be the hands and feet of the Lord Jesus Christ, to help others understand that there is an eternity that will come to each of us. For we know, Lord, that when this vessel passes away, we will enter into that eternal existence. Help us do what we can to help people be ready so they're not caught unawares. To help them to realize what's truly important. I pray for all those that are listening. Thank you for them being willing to listen to this from the start to the finish. I pray you continue to bless them and keep them, Father. Bless them indeed. Enlarge your territory. May your hand be upon them. Keep them from evil so not cause them pain. 
helping them to walk in wisdom in light of your truth, to be not just a hearer of your word, but a, do- uh, a doer of your word, Father, walking faithfully for the rest of their days. Bless them and their families. Guard them against all the snares of the enemy, because we do have an enemy out there seeking to steal, kill, and destroy. May they be strong in you in the power of your might. May their strength equal their days, and may their days be long and prosperous. Now let the words of our mouth and meditation of our heart be accepted in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Light Post Podcast, a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org, Guiding Light Church on Facebook, or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube. Be blessed. May your strength equal your days, and may your days be long and prosperous.